Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. We are jazz. Did you hear me? I said jazz <laughs> to have you with jazz us. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> I want you to picture Ashley and I in our pajamas. No, she's probably wearing day clothes. Day clothes. What is that? Ashley is wearing called... day clothes. Yes. Ashley seems more of a day clothes girl. I mean, you guys. Ashley was the one who was wearing jeans in a pandemic, and I'm True. over here wearing the same shorts for like I don't know, 16 days in a row. Whatever. It's like. <laughs> It's fine. We know I'm the gross one. We're, we're, we're I'm good with it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, you know what's you know what though? I gotta I know that this has been a minute when I'm like I asked my husband the other day, I was wearing these like <laughs> these like down to my knee wide leg cotton pants. They're just not even a thing, mm. right? And they're just like I'm into that. Like barrel, but down to your knee. Like, where did you even find those, Tiffany? Right, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. got them out of probably a f- at Learner, New York, in the early two thousands. Okay, that there sounds, you go. That well, right I was actually going to say a free pile that was on its way to Goodwill at my friend's house. So that's <laughs> so I was still wearing works. that. Still and, fits. Uh, and but but my legs weren't shaved. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got the knee down. I'm just like hairy as I'll get out, guys. South Asian hair on the leg is a thing. Listen, and, I and shaving is not a thing during the pandemic. My poor no. husband. I'm like, sorry, no, we don't shave legs. That's, Here's the thing. You're an done. avid leg shaver. I know this about you. I remember you that had just true. had not that anymore. baby, and you said, Tiffany, I may not mm-hmm. be looking great. My hair may not be done, but my legs are shaved. And mm-hmm. I thought to myself, mm-hmm. you are a good woman. I would. That is not, nope. You know, the day That's of good. the shaving left with the global pandemic in mid-February. It left. There you go. It's gone. <laughs> there Goodbye. <you> go. <laughs> Um, so there I was and wearing some, like a, a sleep t-shirt, but I was like, well, I have undergarments on. Surely it's, a, and I was like, I'm gonna go to the grocery store like that. I'm gonna have a mask on. Not like people can recognize me <laughs> and a baseball hat. And he's like, it's perfect. Godspeed with my plastic Birkenstocks just to round out the look with unpainted I'm toenails so here that for are this. maybe a little too long. Is this, gr- I'm sorry, I'm getting gross. I just... To be honest, it sounds like you're describing someone on the People of Walmart page. Like, that's what this sounds like. (laughs) I was about to say that, but I didn't know if that would be too rude, but then you said it. So, yes, that's exactly what I looked like. Uh Uh-huh. That's exactly what it sounds like. I'm sure you are much more beautiful than you're describing. No. No, I was not. No, guys, I've seen Tiffany when she would say all these things about herself, and she's still stunning. So I don't even want to hear it. It's because I don't wash my makeup off my face. So by day six, you're like, is it tattooed on? Right. Or is it smeared? What's happening here? There's got to be. I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure. I had to give up on mascara because I was too lazy to take it off and I was getting eye infections. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just stop wearing it. That's where I'm at, you guys. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm peopleofwalmart.com. Thank you for sharing. Thank also, you for sharing. if you ever get bored at night, which let's be honest, we're all running out of things to watch. People of Walmart, real good one. Um, celebrity botched plastic surgery jobs, also one of my favorites. Lastly, Dr. Pimple Popper, which we all know is not a fan of. Disgusting. And or that earwax removal guy, Dr. Oh earwax. Oh my gosh, wax, gross. Dr. Wax. Doc, I think his name Ugh. is Dr. Wax. You guys, they put it to classical music. It is the most pleasant. 
hour oh of your gosh. life. I know they're only two minute videos. Hour. <laughs> hour. You just told the people that you spent an hour of your life on that. I'm, you know what? I, mean, I don't know this if life I'm is hard or and I embarrassed. Need to relax. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It's YouTube, right? They just start playing the next one. You're like, oh, it's only two minutes. And then That's why I don't fool one. with YouTube. That's why. That's why I don't be fooling with YouTube. Not only do they have a crazy commercial where you're like, excuse me, this is unceptable for children. Yeah, also they need to get adults. those ads maybe a little more dialed in. No, they do. Because I don't need a Toyota Tundra. I don't need a Toyota okay. Tundra. This is very stressful. <laughs> oh, you got it. That's a nice one. Mine are like weird gun commercials and all kinds of <gasps> other stuff. And I'm like, what is Stop happening it. right now? How are they? They need what to listen. Happening? They need to turn on the phone and listen to you more because they would know that that is maybe, maybe because you do talk about guns so much, but not in the way that maybe, they're thinking. Which brings know. us to another point. I think <laughs> Big Brother needs to leave us alone. I have all my stuff turned off and then they still be sneaking in my ads when I talk <gasps> about makeup. Y'all need to stop this. Whoever you, is out there, if you are the NSA, sis. if you are the CIA, if you are Apple, if you are Siri, if you are Instagram, <laughs> Alexa. if you are Facebook. I don't have Alexa. Amazon. I'm not crazy. There yes, are no videos do. in this you house. The no, Alexa. App, no we don't. Alexa. I don't have the Amazon app. Are you crazy? You Amazon don't have the Amazon app? have access to my data. No, if I'm gonna order something that's online, I don't be doing <gasps> You go to Amazon.com. Girl, yes, and I just put Venmo on my phone like two months ago. Oh, okay? you guys, like, this is I a whole thing. I have, to, I have to Venmo her I'm husband crazy. everything. <laughs> the it day she the got truth. Venmo, my life got easy. Yes, see, everybody's very thankful I'm on there now, but then I'm like, wait a minute, why can't I see where people are giving their money? What that kind of app is out, this? Man. Why is this my newsfeed people paying their babysitters and their okay. lawn service? Right, or for food, like, thank you for yeah. the cheeseburger. I'm like, could you yeah. make this private? Like, don't nobody care what you're eating? I don't want to see You know this. you can set it to private. I always set mine to private. Me too, but okay, why good. can't everybody else do this? I don't want to see this. Why is a money app a social app? What is going it's on in so 2020, I mean, I'm on so this. Weird. I don't want nobody to find me. I'm serious. <laughs> that needs to, like, I would still write checks and go old school to the bank all the time. Like, what? The first you time, not yeah. have time for that. We got to scan that. I'm telling you, the first app. time Cody scanned a, cha- a check-in, which I would never do on my phone, the first time I was like near tears because I'm like, for sure, somebody's going to steal our stuff. Like, <laughs> it's all over, game over. Like, this is how they get you. I mean, it's a whole thing. How many of you love Ashley Abercrombie? We're all listening from all over the world. And you're just like, gosh, I love this girl. I just know it. The, uh, we know. We know you're listening, people. And we know you're thinking... Mm-hmm. She's a gem. There are so few left like her. We just got to cuddle her up because she is It's true. Good. Well, oh, I really appreciate that so because much. I'm one step from hiding money under my mattress. Like, that's how serious <laughs> this is, guys. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all's love and your care. And so okay, those ads, let's talk about how sophisticated for just one second. It's one thing to talk about makeup and for you to see it's a makeup not sophisticated. Ad. It's stealing for the record. <laughs> And therein lies the difference. Why are you selling my words to advertisers? Okay, this is stealing. It's not sophisticated. (gasps) Selling your intellectual property, man. That's the it's the new new world order. Stop. Okay, you guys. So I sent Ashley on the Marco Polo app. I sent Mm -hmm. Ashley a specific conversation about oh, you know, her and I are we're authors, we're speakers, podcasters. We want to reach our audiences, and we know that video is a great way to do that. So we were talking about different video platforms, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, I really want to leverage IGTV for this specific way, and this will reach my audience, blah, blah. Three minutes later, you guys, three minutes later, I had an ad specifically of how to leverage IGTV for authors and speakers. See? See? 
the specificity mm-hmm. on that. I was like, Marco Polo is selling your stuff. That's what I'm telling you. You know, sometimes on Marco Polo, I'll be like, I can't talk about this on the Polo. I'll send you a voice. You do say that. Because you do listen, say that. I do say that because I'm trying to tell you, y'all don't want to be on record with some of this stuff. Oh, well, some of y'all do because we need this stuff exposed. Okay. Yeah, like, that's true. It needs to be I exposed. will sell it. I'll be handing it out for free. It. You pay me, I'll give it out. <laughs> we need you to be on blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. This okay. is not our topic for today, by the no, way, No, it's not. But this is very clearly a good rant that we needed in 2020, because isn't everyone thinking about this? Well, I didn't know you were going to pop the bubble that hard on this issue. Yeah. You moved to town on it, and I yeah. appreciate that. That was yep. wonderful and well-needed, and mm-hmm. now I we know to search that. your couch cushions if I need some money for a fresh, fresh juice. That's all I got from Check this. Check under my mattress. Check under my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? I will tell you, though. Each of our children have a little piggy bank, one that they like decorated with, you know, just some watercolor. And they're like, Mom, you never have cash to give us when we do these extra things because I'm not about to pay you for your chores. You live here. Correct. So you are going to do X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. if I'm going to pay someone else to do that, I will pay you much less to mm-hmm. do the same thing because mm-hmm. it will be done by a child and it yep. will not be done that well. But Correct. you know what? If you're out here doing that, I'm going to honor the hustle, right? And so Jericho's like, um, so when do I get that $6? And it was like, he had done a, oh. quite a lot of work. I know, it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. He'd done a lot of work. A it was lot. a month's worth of work, yeah. And I was like, $6? I was like, I, I, in my mind, I was thinking, I wish they had an app for kids that I could send him $6. Unbelievable. I oh, like an six. education fund or an investment account? I might get in on that for a kid. Yeah, no, nice. we're all for that, for sure. Yes, I definitely need to do that. Note to self. <clears throat> But I just meant like an app so then he could go to Target and they could scan it and he could wow. buy his Legos. No. no. I'm mm-hmm. part of the problem, Ashley. I think you are. I really mm-hmm. do. I am. This this exposes our age gap also, the age gap between me and Tiffany, where I'm still like on the edge of like, no, technology will kill us all. Yeah, you know? she's like she's on the edge of Gen X. We, what's that middle? <laughs> Exennial. What, what? Yeah, you're more Exennial. Uh-huh. I'm right on the very tail end of the millennials. So, what, what, yes. You're, you're 81. 81. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, you're literally and Uh you're in your beginning of the year. Gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like still cool, but I'm down to hide money under my mattress too. That's what we've learned here today. But you're digitally savvy (laughs) in a millennial way. Yeah. I do my best. Yeah. So there you go. All right. I love it. You're like, I will pick and choose my technology of what Mm -hmm. I want to be leveraged. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, give it all to me. I'll use it all. Mm -hmm. I love it. I feel like if you're going to find me, you're going to find me. But you're right, though. They're going to take my money. They're going to take my money. Okay. okay, Guys, we can focus. But we know that y'all appreciated that. So there you go. So today, (laughs) you know what? You you did need that little rabbit hole because what we're talking about, we're going to roll up our sleeves today because we got something to say. We got something to say. And it starts with this. I want to tell you a little story. So lean in, folks. Lean in. As you know, I've shared it many times um, on the podcast. I grew up in a predominantly... 99.9% 99.9% white community did not have another kid of color in my class, in my school, in my world, in my church, in my after school programs at the park until I was in seventh grade. That was the first time, and it was mm. one other person, one. And um, I always felt like I didn't belong simply because I, you know, it was constantly reiterated who had power and who didn't. If it wasn't mm. overt, it was systemic, right? It was mm. implicit of who had power, who didn't, what the order was. And 
I very much struggled just to feel welcome. And specifically where I live, I grew up in the Chehalis, Washington area. There was this sign along I-5, Interstate 5. It is the main freeway that runs through Washington State. 20 million people pass this particular sign wow. a year. And it had racist messages on both sides of the sign. Just to spare myself, I would, I, when I would drive by it, I'd be like, don't, don't look at it, even though you're curious of what it says because it's going to hurt. Don't look at it. It's going to say something that celebrates white supremacy, truly. And they, they would say freedom of speech. I would call it hate speech. Um, mm. I, you know what? I'm even going to give you an example here. It would say things, I think the, the latest one is freedom is dangerous, slavery is peaceful. Stuff like that. Whoa. What? Girl. Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, it's just, it's absurd also. It's like, there's, it's not even intelligent. Also, these are the type of people who fight for their own personal rights and freedom. And then you want to put some dumb stuff like that up there? Like, it does, mm-hmm. it contradicts your own personal dumb message. So this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, y'all. I just heard that for the first time. What? Another one, I'm just, uh, the one that I was trying to think of earlier is no Mexican Olympic teams. All the runners and swimmers what? are here. Yes. So this is oh the sign that is up in this town at my home church where I um, I found the goodness of God. I found my place. I, I didn't I didn't feel like an Indian in Indian culture. I didn't feel like a Indian in white culture, but I found my citizenship of the kingdom in this beautiful church. And then yesterday, there was talks of a protest. There's about over 75,000 people signed a petition to get this sign taken down. And apparently there was going to be a protest to get the sign taken down. And in the 70s, they also tried to get it taken down and they were unsuccessful. It went to the Washington State Supreme Court. And, and lo and behold, no protesters show up. Although last week someone did try to burn it down and they were unsuccessful. And so... And, uh, wow. I mean, the resistance is alive and well. They're like, you're not about to be making fun of minorities and saying crazy stuff. I'm going to try to burn this down on private property. I mean, that's private property. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the base I'm of not it is for burning charred. down property, but you know what? I'm impressed. <laughs> well done. Good and faithful servants. Um, anyway, <laughs> come after me for that. I legit don't care. Y'all send me the hate mail. Send me the emails. I'm a Tiffany at Tiffany bloom.com. Wow. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, yesterday there were over 200 counter protesters and rather than gather around the sign, they gathered in the parking lot of my home church. And To see such um, derogatory rhetoric on display at the place where my faith came alive and at the place where I found my home was just beyond devastating. And I know it's just a piece of property, y'all. I get that. And whether the church 
were notified or not. Just the idea that that sacred, holy ground was used for hate speech. I'm going to call it hate speech. I'm going to call it hate speech. And well, it is. Just a spirit that was there present. It is. So, which brings us to our topic today about individualism versus this collective unity. And we know we have a primarily faith audience. And so we're, t- we're talking to you because we do not believe, Ashley Abercrombie and Tiffany Bloom do not believe that this is a political issue. The idea of loving our brother and loving our sister, whether it's for health reasons, whether it's a, a, based on the judging, judgment of the color of their skin, we believe this is a gospel issue. And this isn't something I think we're ever going to stop talking about. This is, that we, we are just talking about a basis for humanity of how to love one another. And I think as a believer, and I, 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 uh, I said this to Ashley yesterday or maybe the day before, I said, why is it that the people who the church told me to stay away from or, the, or to, to, that I needed to be on mission to reach them, why are they standing up? more for the marginalized than the people in the pews. So hence why we really want to talk about individualism versus collective care. Yes. And I I think that, you know, what you're driving home here, and it's really important to say, is that we've been taught so falsely in many of the churches, and and, uh, and primarily white churches. And I'm not talking about the whole church, because um, the church at large is not all like this. But Come in many now. churches Amen. in America, in many churches in America, we have confused our politics with our religion and we have confused our, you know, Republican versus Democrat and guns versus no guns, pro-life versus pro-choice with gospel. And it's not right. And the other thing is we've been taught this false narrative about missions and outreach, and that is that we are the saviors here to help Mm -hmm. these poor people. And so how that generates into our gospel message is that I'm better and you're less than, I'm more superior and you're inferior, and I need to lift you up, but not so that you'll be equal with me or better than me, but just because I want to feel good about helping. And so we've internalized this message that when we help, it's still about us, and it's about what we're doing in the world and about how we're operating in the world instead of, no, you are a person made in the image of God, and it's on me as a Christian to value you and to value your life and to value your presence and community, which is why we need a restoration of community. We need that so desperately because we are not fully understanding that God has created us to bear His image, and that in bearing His image, it also means that we must allow others to bear the image of God as they were created, and for us Mm -hmm. to not demean them or put them down or act like we're better so that we can help them and feel good about ourselves. Like we are supposed to be meeting felt needs. We are not supposed to be feeling good about ourselves. And when we do that, we are able to say, you know what, I don't have all the answers, but I'm here. I'm practicing the ministry of presence. I'm with you in solidarity. I'm standing beside you because this is important to me. And I think it's so huge for us to understand, you know, that I love what you said just about it being a sign, I'm like, it's not just a sign. It represents an ideology. It represents an idol. It represents something that's meant to scare people. It's meant to tell, it's like a declaration over that town of like, this is who we are. And if you don't fit this narrative or if you're an outsider, get out. And it reminds me of the stories, Tiffany, that you shared. I think it was a couple of weeks ago about being a little girl and coming home to visit your friend as a young, young girl and having her dad stand there with a gun and basically tell you to get back where you came from. It's like that ideology 
energy from that sign has bled down into the way people live in this community and the way they relate to others. And it's dangerous and it's hurtful and it's bullcrap. And I'm in the same way that I was so anti what happened in Charleston um, for the the alt-right rally. And they were shouting things like Heil Trump and Jews will not replace us and going off all lives matter, like all this stuff. And we can say in some pockets, people would say that's freedom of speech. But I agree with Tiffany. To me, this is hate speech and it must be stopped. And it's not okay. And I think that it is so sad that whoever owns that private property would say, you know, my individual presence here and this ideology that my community believes in is fine to post here, even if it's at the risk or at the the danger of the rest of the community. And so we need a restoration. We need a revelation about who Jesus is. And I think also like how Jesus was in this world, like the way he walked around. Some people have said to me over the last couple of months, you know, Jesus wasn't political. Isn't that remarkable that Jesus could just touch individual hearts and he didn't worry about policies and government? And I was like, no, you're wrong. Um, His very existence was quite political. The fact that he would reach across race lines, that he would Mm -hmm. sit with the woman at the, the Samaritan woman at the well as a man by himself, as a Jew with a Samaritan, that as a male with a female, as a rabbi, a person of power with a woman who had no power. And in fact, had been outcast by society. Don't tell me that that is not resisting the Mm -hmm. social order of the day. Don't tell me that that is not an act of resistance. The very existence of Jesus was political. What he was not was partisan. So did he choose a side? No. Jesus was on the side of the rich. Look at Zacchaeus. Jesus was on the side of those who were in power in dangerous systems. Look at the centurion. Jesus was on the side of the poor and the leper and the female and the, the marginalized and the outcast and those that society had for gotten and who he constantly criticized was the Pharisees and were there times which were the religious people the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and were there times that there was opportunity for breakthrough there yes look at Nicodemus who came to visit Jesus at night and he was a religious leader of the day and became a Christ follower and he did not become public with that until the death of Jesus but he certainly was one of those religious leaders who was having a transformation through the life of Jesus and so yes does Jesus even care about the friggin religious leaders yes those who are willing to transform Transform. Those are willing to change. There is always hope for everyone. But I think it's important for us to know that Jesus was not partisan, but his very existence was certainly political. God was making a very clear statement about how he values humanity, how he values community when he sent his son. Ashley, I love what you said about seeing us as the ones who feel good. When we are telling the story, when we're telling it from our point of view without input from another, when we're centering ourselves, which is becoming a term that is more mainstream and then we're all understanding what happens uh, in it, when we're new to, the, new to the narrative, right? We're new to learning about another people group. We center ourselves, but when we can de-center ourselves and see that there's others who deserve collective good, and I love that you yep. brought up the woman at the well. You know what's so funny? That's who I was thinking about as you were, ch- as you were talking and, and really pulling on that string and then you started talking about it i'm like oh yes the idea that jesus went out of his way Mm -hmm. he went miles out of his way yep to engage her yep to show love to her yep 
Oh, so good. First and the Peter disciples three. were like, what the heck are you doing? That's the other mm-hmm. thing. So yes, he didn't mind yes. Even his disciples were like, why is he talking to this woman? What is going on right now? Like, and he did not care because he knew his motives were pure. He knew he was relating to her, not as someone he wanted to sleep with or be with or discard or reject or demean, but he knew she was a human being made in the image of God. And he wanted to explain to her that there was living water in Christ. And he wanted to explain to her that her value in society was not contingent on her relationships, her past, her brokenness the times that she'd been rejected, he was explaining to her that she had a seat at the table and that she could also be a disciple. And I think what, like talk about flipping everything the disciples thought on its head. Like this is the God we serve and he cares about that collective good. It matters to God and it should matter to us. It matters. Oh, so well said. First Peter three, verse eight, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep their tongue from evil and their lips from deceitful speech. They must Hmm. turn from evil and do good. They must seek peace and pursue it. Mm -hmm. Mm. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Well, listeners, we're here for you. We know this was a heavy, heavy one. But you also got to hear about Ashley's couch cushions and the riches that are buried beneath them. <laughs> and also, we want to say to you guys, like, we really do believe in restoration and community. And maybe we'll yeah. park here a little bit more because we want to talk about what does restoration look like and how do we how do we do that in our day-to-day lives? Because we think that there's something so special here. It's the quiet work that we do in our homes. Mm-hmm. It's the quiet work that we do in our neighborhoods. It's the quiet work that we do in our faith communities. It's the quiet work that we do on our job. It's the quiet work, the things that nobody will see that will actually go the distance here and that will actually cultivate the beloved community of Christ. And so know that where you are, your sphere of influence in those places where you dwell, that you have the opportunity to be like Christ, to love like Christ, to choose like Christ. And I think it's important for us to know that where we are, we can make a difference. We can do those things that it's talking about in First Peter. We are able. And um, that's why we're here. That's, that's why, why we're, we're here, here. To restore those connections and community. Yeah. Be the good news wherever you go. Yes. We love you. We'll, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. Remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit ashabercrombie.org. See you next week.